Welcome to this week's podcast from Faith Worship Center in Brighton, Michigan. We hope you enjoy this encouraging message. For more information on our church family, visit faithworshipcenter.org. You can turn to your neighbor today and say, that's me today. I'm exhausted, but I'm still pursuing. Most of the time when people ask you, how are you? How are you doing? How are you feeling? It's usually connected to their hello. And it's really, it's just our culture to just say, hello, how are you doing? But most of the time, they're really not that concerned with the answer. Because usually, especially in our church setting, by the time you answer, they've already moved on to the next person. But today, I want to ask you for real, how are you doing? How are you? You don't have to answer the question here today. Really, it's a rhetorical question that really naturally demands an answer, but I'd venture to say that yes, many of us are doing great, but in spite of doing great and winning and all the wonderful things going on in your life, I'd guarantee that many of us would have to say, I'm kind of tired. I'm spent. I'm exhausted. I mean, just looking at what we've been through for the past two years, You can get tired. You can get exhausted, tired of COVID, tired of masks, tired of hand sanitizer, tired of having to be so careful all of the time. It's always something. And and after a while, you get tired of the whole thing. One person wants to shake your hand and the next person wants a fist pump. And after a while, you get tired of it, tired of the arguments. Should you take a vaccine or should you not take a vaccine? Tired of the other things, tired of racial tension and all of this kind of stuff. It just keeps on coming. And the the truth of the matter is that most of us, the issues that exhaust us today, they did not start in 2020 But many of us were facing these things before COVID even got here. We had people and things that were getting on our nerves before that. And now you have to find a way to make it. Now that economics have gotten funny and money has gotten funny, you have had to find another way to support yourself. And and it gets tiring. It gets exhausting. Pastors out there, this was a uh, this was rough on us because not only did we have to keep our own head on straight, but now you you've got those that God has put you in leadership over, and you had to try to keep their focus and attention on God. And the truth is that is exhausting. And and here we are coming out of it, and then we walk into the possibility of World War Three. And gas prices are through the roof. 
Now I understand why the armies of Christ will be riding white horses. It's because the gas prices are so high. Some of you go to the gas pump and it costs you $140 to fill up your tank and you drive a Toyota Corolla. It's tiring. It's exhausting. So I understand when I ask, when I really ask, how are you doing? The answer is, I'm tired. Now, with your exhaustion, I must also give you this caveat that some of you out there, this exhaustion that you're facing is really your fault. Some of you are exhausted because you spent your energy on situations that you should have just left alone. I'm looking for somebody to help me up in here today. There, there is some stuff that, that you put your energy into that if you, would have, if you would have just left it alone, it would have worked itself out. There is some stuff that you should just leave alone. And you, you've used up all of this energy and now you're tired and you're exhausted when you could have been using it for something else. And then there were some that inserted yourself into somebody else's situation and now you're laying over to the side saying that you're tired and you're exhausted, but you're, you're exhausted because you did not know how to mind if you would just learn how to mind your own business, then you wouldn't use up so much energy. And so when we get to our, our text here, we see that Gideon, who is experiencing this tired and exhaustion, we see that he is spent and he is tired. Now, the thing about Gideon is that he was not using his energy getting into business that wasn't his or something that he should have left alone. He was using his energy completing his assignment. He was tired and he was exhausted when he was doing what God had called him to do. Can I remind you here today that even though you're faithful and even though you're doing what God has called you to do, there are times that we in our human nature, we get a little tired. We get exhausted. Sometimes you feel like you're spent on the inside and you feel like you've got nothing more to give. So many different things surrounding your life that are just exhausting. Huh? You turn on the news and every day you turn on the news, you feel like you're in the middle of the battle of Armageddon and it never ends. It's one problem after the next problem after the next problem and those things can be very tiresome. You can feel like a hamster on a spin wheel. You just keep going and going and going and going and going. But I, rem I want to remind you here today that you might be weak on the inside, but you're still anointed. Amen. You might be struggling, but you're still called by the Lord. Amen. You might be frustrated, but you can still be faithful. Yeah. 
You might be going through the valley of the shadow of death, but God has still called you for such a time as this. God still has a plan and a purpose. And Gideon said, he said, I'm exhausted, but I'm still pursuing. Hallelujah. I'm tired, but I'm not giving up. As Nancy Harmon sings a song, you've come too far to look back. God has brought you through too many things. He's taken you through too many battles. He's brought you out of too much hardship for you to give up and for you to quit now. You can be tired, but you're still called by the Lord. Hallelujah. Ladies and gentlemen, the reason why you don't have time to insert yourself into something that isn't your business is because you have an assignment that God has anointed you for. God has called me to do something. He's chosen me to do something, and so I must use what I have to complete the assignment. You must use, if someone could get me a bottle of water, that would be great. You must use what God has given to you to complete your assignments. When God has called you and when God has chosen you and he has called you for such a time as this, there are some things and, and, and arguments and debates it's best just to stay out of. You know, I've learned in ministry that sometimes you've got to just stay out of the weeds. You can't waste your time with it. And the more influence you have, the more criticism you're going to have. The, the bigger the reach, the more critics there will be. And you don't have time to respond to every critic. <clears throat> Thank you, brother. May God bless you abundantly. <clears throat> when God has called you and when God has chosen you, you can't pour out what you have on those things which are dishonorable. The, the oil that God has given to you has cost you everything. And so you can't pour it out on dishonorable people and dishonorable situations. You've got to invest your time and, and your energy wisely. You've got to keep your eyes on what God has called you to do. Hallelujah. I, I want to remind you here today, today that the devil, he'll always send distractor, distractors. <clears throat> he'll always send distractions he'll always try to get your eyes off of the assignment that God has given to you God said I know my plans that I have for you thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you hope in a future and so you've got to keep your eyes on Jesus and you've got to keep your eyes on what God has called you to do. And so here is Gideon. He is completing his assignment and yet he said, I am exhausted. I am faint. Now, this exhaustion here is not exhaustion from losing. You see, there's a whole other level of exhaustion when you're winning. There's a whole level, other level of exhaustion when you're actually accomplishing things for the work of God. Amen. When you're actually accomplishing things for the kingdom of God. It's, it's really not that exhausting when you're not doing anything. It, it's really not exhausting when you're sitting on the sidelines. But once you get in the game and you are, in a, you are determined to do what God has called you to do, then there can be a tiredness. There can be an exhaustion. You know, people don't expect winners to be exhausted, to be tired. 
They, they just look at everything that has been accomplished uh, and they just assume that you should be dandy, but they don't understand that there is a level of exhaustion that comes with winning. There is a level of exhaustion that comes with doing what God has called you to do. Gideon was saying, I've conquered some things, but I'm exhausted. You know, many people, they look at those who are being used on worldwide television and and they they say, I wish that I could do what they do. I I wish that I could be in their position. I I wish that I could have their influence. I wish I could have their platform, but do you realize what they had to go through to get to where they are today? Do you realize the hardship and the difficulty? Some that that speak on worldwide television on a worldwide uh, worldwide basis and on a a regular basis, but you talk to them one-on-one, you hear the struggles, you hear the hardship, you hear the difficulty. Uh, and so maybe you've been, been winning with your business or winning with your ministry and nobody would have, would have ever believed that when the crowd walks away and the lights go off, when nobody is taking your picture, they don't understand that there is a, a tiredness. They don't understand that, yes, you got through it, but you had to go through hell in order to get to where you are today. Everybody, they they want the glamour of ministry, but do you realize what you have to go through? Do you realize the hardship? Do you realize the difficulty? Now, what I'm thankful for is the grace of God because the grace of God, Paul said, enabled him to do the work of God. And so I believe that the greater the opposition, the greater the grace that is upon you. No matter the adversity, no matter the hardship, no matter the difficulty, if God has called you to do something, then he will give you the grace to accomplish what he has called you to do. He will renew you day by day by day by day by day. That's good news. Hallelujah. The the Bible says for the apostles in the book of Acts, the Bible said that, that great grace was upon them all. But some of you listening today, you've been preaching, but people have been lying about you and gossiping about you, but you kept on building and you kept on fighting and you made it. And yes, you survived, but you're tired. Gideon, he said, I'm exhausted, but he said, I'm still pursuing. Hallelujah. Faint, tired, exhausted, but still pursuing. Some of you listening today, you know that God has called you but you're, you're feeling that sense of exhaustion. And there might be someone listening today and you feel like you're on the cusp of giving up and you feel like quitting. You feel like walking away. Maybe you say, like Peter said, I can't live this stuff. It's too hard. It's too difficult. And, you know, Peter said, I'm going back to what I used to do before I got saved, before I was serving God. Can I tell you here today, God will renew your strength. If you will call on him, if you will look to him, God will renew that strength within you. He'll give you the grace to go forward in the mighty name of Jesus. You know, I can't imagine doing ministry without the the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I think I would have quit a long time ago. Because there were so many times when I was exhausted, and I just began to pray in the Holy Ghost, pray in the Holy Spirit. And the Bible said that that it keeps you in the love of God. It strengthens, it builds you up in the most holy faith. You've got to have the power of the Holy Spirit. You've got to be filled with the baptism, with the power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. 
Jesus sent the power of the Holy Spirit for a reason. He didn't send the power of the Holy Spirit as just a, a side thing, as an optional thing. If you feel like getting baptized in the Holy Spirit, if it's something you might be interested in, it wasn't anything like that. The Bible says that, that Jesus commanded them. It was a, a military command. Jesus said, tarry ye and Jerusalem until being endued with power from on high. Hallelujah. Jesus was saying, before you go out, before you preach, before you pray for the sick, before you see the demoniacs delivered, you've got to have the power of the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God is there to help you. The Spirit of God is there to strengthen you. The Spirit of God is there to empower you. And so when you are exhausted and when you are weak and when you are tired, you will not quit. But you'll be able to say like Gideon said, I'm tired, I'm exhausted, but I'm not giving up. I, I, I might be worn out, but I know where my help comes from. I might be tired, but I'm still pursuing. The Bible says, Paul said, I press forward toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. You know, you know what that word press means? It means to strain every spiritual muscle. I press. There, there's going to be times when you have to press. There's going to be opposition. I, I believe the greater the calling, the greater op the, the opposition. And so that's good news. If you're going through opposition, and if you're going through great opposition, that means there's a great call upon your life. The devil wouldn't be trying to stop you if God didn't have great things in store for your life. I'm, I'm faint, but I'm still pursuing. Hallelujah. I'm exhausted, but I'm going to keep going in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I believe there's a promised land. I believe there's a land flowing with milk and honey for honey for his people. I believe that God has great things in store for his people. And so I'm not going to break down before my breakthrough. I'm not going to quit and give up before I see that breakthrough in my life. I'm going to keep believing. I'm going to keep expecting. I'm going to keep anticipating. And let me tell you this here today. I've seen God do some mighty things over these last couple of years. I've seen God open up doors I never imagine but I believe it's just the beginning I'm believing God for greater things I'm believing God for mightier things you serve a big God and so you ought to ask God big you serve a God that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you could ever ask or think I'm tired but I'm still pursuing hallelujah I've come too far to look back hallelujah God has brought me through too many valleys He's taken me out of too many fiery furnaces. Hallelujah. There was a man one time, he was exhausted, and he told God, he said, you know what, God? He said, this is too hard. This is too difficult. I feel like I can't serve you anymore. But before I walk away, I just want to thank you. I just want to thank you for all the times I didn't know how my bills would be paid, and you helped meet my needs. I want to thank you for every time I, I was struggling and I felt like I had no hope and, and you brought me out of that despair. Yeah. 
You know what, God? You have really been good to me. Hallelujah. You see, sometimes you just got to start thanking God for all of the things that he's brought you through. Time and time and time again, God would instruct the children of Israel to remember where he brought them from, to remember the Egyptian bondage that God had delivered them out of. And sometimes you've just got to look back on all of the times that God has brought you through, all of the victories that have been won, and say, God, if you did it for me back then, you can do it for me right now. If you delivered me before, you can do it right now. God, I'm tired, I'm exhausted, but I'm still pursuing, and I'm not giving up now. Hallelujah. Would you give the Lord a hand clap of praise? Hallelujah.